It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. James here. I'm <laughs> I'm Dennis. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on tools we use. In this episode 152 of the Effective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Woohoo. All right. Uh, Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Yeah. Hello. So, so you're 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 uh, Dennis the the tool man. Tool man Taylor, that's what they call yeah, me. That's it. That's pretty cool. Right, Dennis? Yeah, you came. You came up with this. Yeah, no, no. James came up with this. Really? He suggested the tools. Really? <laughs> my bad. Am I? Am I? Am I destroying the magic somehow? No, no because I told. Because Dennis has been pushing off picking a topic for like a month and a half, and hasn't picked <laughs> one. So, I, in memory, I said, Dennis, what do you think the topic should be? And now that you say that, I remember you saying in the text group, oh, I don't know. And then I think it sat for like half a day and, and James caved. <laughs> That's what and, he does. But, but right after James came up with the topic, I, I put one out there and you're like, yeah, we've already done that. Was, oh, yeah. You said principles. <laughs> but more specifically, though, I said using the principles outside of the rooms. Oh. Uh. Well, may, well, then we'll do that next week, and we yeah. can't talk about anything that's used inside the rooms. See, so. that's that's my problem, though, is that every time I throw out an idea, you're like, "Oh, we already did that one." Well, it's and I'm like, "Oh man," because besides the speakers and the Taren shares, we've done over 140 topics. Yeah, know? that's true. So, well, in the Christmas episode, so it's probably more do, like over 100. Next week, we can do donuts. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. I like donuts. <laughs> was, I think was, I think Dunkin' Donuts stopped calling them munchkins, right? Aren't they donut holes now? Those bastards. What did they used to be called? Not donut holes. M- munchkins. What? Yeah, I don't. I ne- never heard that one. What? Really? They've always been donut holes in my reality. <laughs> they were munchkins in Anchorage, Alaska. Man, you Northerners are weird. I I don't know if Alaska's <laughs> northern, right? I mean, it's as north as you can get in America. Is it though? It's just to the left. Every time I look and see a map of the United States, it's just a couple inches away from California. No, no. It's just you got all there. of like. Canada, British Columbia between it and no. California. <laughs> Hawaii is two inches below and Alaska is two inches above. Right? Sure. We'll know. go with that. How is everything, Dennis? Good. Um, this week, like, I guess this week was a week of seeing people I hadn't seen in a while. I saw our 
good friend Kevin Moran, or sorry, I mean Kevin, uh, who we haven't seen in like a year, almost a year. So it was good to see him. And then is he, our good is he back in town. Kevin told us he's story. not. He's still over out by UCF or whatever. I think he's kind of like if you know anyone that's renting a room nearby. I think he'd rather move to this like side of town again. I'm near UCF. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Well, you should hit him up. Go have cool. coffee with him or something. I will. I didn't know he was over here. That's yeah. But um, other than that, this morning I was hanging out with um, our good friend Steve and then uh, our other friends, Matt, Jarrett, Mike, uh, Joey and stuff. So it was good to see all of them. I haven't seen I haven't seen Mike, my sponsor, Jarrett, in a, in a little bit. And I haven't seen like this many of us together in a while. So that is really nice. So... Other than that, everything's fine. My anxiety has been fine, which is cool. Um, finally downloaded Hulu again, so I can catch up on like the shows on Hulu that I've that I've neglected, like Killing Eve, which is an amazing show, and uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short show with Selena Gomez. I'm excited to see that new season. But other than that, how was y'all's week? I had a good week. I did um, a few art projects. None of our art projects, but other art projects. Of course. <laughs> but it's nice to know that I, I still got it, baby. And <laughs> let me see. Um, someone told me about The Sandman. I was watching that on Netflix. Um, my kids are, which I like, by the way. So good. 15 year old starting school this week he's like he wants to do online school i was like well just go the first semester and see how it is he's like okay and um that's about it that's fun exciting good good talk i am dealing with a uh a bit of anxiety uh, flying with my daughter to Boston. Yay. And for no reason, really, because it's going to be a piece of cake compared to when she was two when I flew up um, to see family uh, with her. Because now she'll pretty much – I did a car ride to Tampa a couple weeks ago, and she was like, okay, like I'm cool. And that was – what was that? Four hours round trip in the car in one day and this is a plane where it's i think it's only three hours sitting down so should be no issue but hasn't she flown before like a couple of times the last time that i flew she has flown a couple times the last time i flew with her was when she had it was thanksgiving so she was just a little under two and a half and it was it's a completely different beast i mean she was the half as old as she is now, if you think about it. So it's like, it's going to be a lot easier. It's just dealing with a car seat and bringing that and having to get a couple Ubers. And um, yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all stuff that might not even happen. I'm like, ah, it took, it takes three hours flying and then potentially another three hours to get to my family's house after the airport, after we land. So, 
but it is what it is, you know. It'll be uh, it'll be good hanging there for six days, and uh, you know, I think the uh, the topic that Dennis did not come up with of tools we use. There's a lot of tools that I'll be able to uh, to use. I I don't know if you guys have a couple that you thought of. I wanted to do something fun where I, I'll go last so it's more difficult, but maybe, maybe we can do two rounds of like a tear and share of a couple tools we use to get through things um, and try not to repeat them. Yay. How does that <laughs> I call that? prayer. Dennis, do you have <laughs> one? Okay, go first. What do you got? I, I mean, I, I guess the number one tool that I use is prayer you know i mean like our whole like you know best uh, best method that i've seen is of staying sober and recovery is getting a conscious contact with god and you know i rely on that like every night before i go to bed i'm like you know i thank god and show gratitude and then when i wake up i uh you know i like be with me, you know, like not sweet, short and sweet, but like, you know, acknowledge that like, all right, we're in this together. Um, but like whenever I'm like dealing with something, when I have to go out and I get nervous or anxious or whatever, I rely on like of praying, letting God know where I'm at, how I'm feeling and like hand it over to him so he can like take care of me and guide me in the direction I need to go. I think that's, the most important tool for me. Cool. I like. Um, one of the tools I use is um, the Golden Key, and I recently found the book about that. And uh, I think maybe about four years ago, I was given a, a tiny little golden book, and it says the Golden Key, and I read through it, and it's um, it's quite simple. It's it's almost like praying, but not so I can use it, Dennis. It's um Yeah, sure. Whenever you're um <clears throat> whenever you're going throughout the day and you're you start to think about something, you're feeling anxiety, fear, you're worried about the past or present, anything at all, all you have to do is avert your attention to God. That's it. So like say I'm thinking about, oh, I got this bill due. Um, how am I gonna pay it? Just go right to God. And then you'll feel better. I mean, you can't do that with everything. And then no bills would get paid. But, Or actually, you can do it because God will show you how to pay, <laughs> pay that bill. <laughs> so um, that's definitely – and I've been using it a lot lately. Like when I'm feeling uh, anything, like just – like say I'm on Facebook and I'm like flipping through it and I'm just feeling annoyed or just – envious or sad i'll be like oh hi god and it'll be like turn that facebook off click <laughs> god doesn't like facebook is that it uh That's... no he does not well <laughs> but you know who does sandman because it's people's dreams it's not their reality oh i like that <laughs> I, i'm sure god doesn't have anything against facebook it just doesn't like james beating himself up by while looking at facebook mm. he's right I uh, I remember my last drink, and I in my head I don't do it to beat myself up or anything else, but as the years go by, I have had many friends that almost romanticize how 
you know, oh, it really wasn't that bad. And they think about the good stuff. And uh, I look back and I remind myself how I actually felt. Not what I did to other people, but how I felt deep down. Um, and a part of my story of drinking in solitude and, and being one of those that I'm not unique in that I would be around a bunch of other people and felt so alone um, with it. I remember how uh, unfun that was and it helps me gain perspective, some gratitude, but like there's, it's a different thing. It's, it's remembering what was real. So that way my brain doesn't trick me um, into thinking that I can go out and experiment ever in my life. You know um, it's a, it's a really important thing. And it makes me happy that, that that emotion is something that I don't have today. And I haven't had for many days when I just keep using uh, that tool in particular. And I, I, can, I can pretty much guarantee that all the tools that we're talking about today, um, even if we don't frame it in that way of the, the golden key or anything else, it's it's what's used and can be used uh, to get through. So, yeah, remembering my last rank is what I'm going to say. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I get? would say uh, the telephone. My telephone is an amazing tool. I can look things up in it. I can watch Hulu and, and all the other streaming services and YouTube and Twitter. I'm just kidding. That wasn't as funny as it should have been. No, it but, was uh, really funny. It was funny. I didn't get a reaction out of y'all, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, uh, you know, like the phone in the sense of like, you know, if you're going through something, if you think you're going to need a drink or you're in a situation that's like bothering you, you know, relief is literally just a phone call away. You can call your sponsor. You can call your friends in the fellowship or whoever or just call another alcoholic and they can help you through it you know like even sometimes just picking up the phone and like talking about the weather or something can bring you out of that state of mind that might be dangerous or like you know dangerous in the sense of getting a drink or something and pull you to another thought process and stuff and also like helping another alcoholic is like the, one of the best ways to like not focus on yourself or whatever. So I think the phone and the act of actually picking it up and calling someone when you need to and being open with them and asking for help if you need is super valuable. That's good. I like it. My next tool is my sponsor. And well, I say that because, you know, right away, through my sponsor, he's given me so much good information, helped me so much. Um, like, he taught me how to meditate, which is also a tool. He's given me, like, at least six or seven books to read. And one of the books I've read four times, and I've had so much use out of this book. And... You know, it's it's so wonderful. Some of the little I talk about it here all the time, but you know, I've got the four agreements: don't take anything personally, um, don't assume anything, always do the best you can, and be integral with your word. 
if I remember those four things throughout the day, <clears throat> helps. Nothing is as simple as the golden key. But that, that kind of breaks it down. And um, <clears throat> remember, Florida boy. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Did we lose James? He's still there. Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. Oh. I, I I heard heard a lot of background noise, so I didn't know if we walked into a different room. <laughs> oh, the background noise was probably me. Like Mike called out to me and pointed at a Jared's truck on the street, and Jared like revved it. Oh yeah, that was it. Like five ten. Okay. No, I'm good. That sounds nice. My bad, guys. That's my sponsor. No, it's fine. Tell him we would we would both like omelets. That's <laughs> uh, it's it's good. Sorry, James. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, I was dead. Um, I'm gonna go gratitude list. Um, I actually do the gratitude alphabet. Um, I should have done it last night because I have oddly been sleeping a couple hours and then I'm up for a couple and then I, and I think it's just probably leading up to this trip. I'll probably sleep like a baby when I get there. Um, Tell us what the, the gratitude alphabet is. The gratitude alphabet. I, in early, in early sobriety, because how my drinking was is I would drink a lot, get progressively more drunk uh, and then pass out, go to sleep and wake up after my alarm was making noise for like two minutes because I was in such deep, uh, like alcohol induced sleep. So when I was first getting sober, it was something where I don't even think it was a sponsor. I think I heard it in a meeting where, uh, a woman who was probably 10 years older than me, but had only, you know, a year more sobriety, maybe even only 11 months. And she was talking about how that's what got her through the first year that she's had is when her head hits the pillow. Yeah, step 10 is important. But to get to sleep, she makes a gratitude alphabet list of the stuff she did it of that day. The stuff that begins with it, the letter A, the letter B, the letter C. And it could be as, as stupid as um, she's grateful in applause of, you know, hearing an applause makes her smile. Because at her job, she was in the music industry. Um, and every single thing that comes up and she would circle back around and it would help her relax and have good dreams and to really appreciate, which is another one of those uh, words that I don't think I appreciated much of anything. So may, doing a gratitude alphabet at night helped, helped me sleep. So that way, uh, you know, I didn't fall into some of those issues that would come if you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, you know, I would make sure that I got the right amount of sleep, um, and have good dreams, which I think is really important. Dennis, do you have one more, one more? Each um, yeah, I mean, I got a couple in my mind. Um, 
<laughs> I'd say, uh, which one should I go with? I'll, I'll go with uh, meditation, like James touched on that. And I think meditation is really good because, like, as an alcoholic, you know, I'm all about that, like, instant gratification and, and always, like, chasing, like, you know, that high or that whatever feeling. And it's kind of like a go, go, go mentality. And I think in society as a whole, it's almost that, like, go, go, go mentality that is, like, kind of bred into us. And meditation really teaches us to, like, slow it down and be in the moment and, like, it helps with that like connection with God or whatever, you know, I think uh, for me, you know, especially with my anxiety and my depression and stuff, it's a lot of that is not in the moment, you know, it's me thinking about what could happen or what had happened and stuff. And if I can center myself and get into that moment of just being and now and appreciating and enjoying this very moment, it makes everything else easier. Like, you know, it's not always easy for me, but meditation definitely helps with that. You know? uh, going to meetings, that's a, a big tool for me, you know, and it's helpful to hear the people who have 30, 40 years, you know, say that they keep coming to meetings because they know where this is the, the solution. So, you know, at three years, I was like, oh, do I have to keep going to meetings? Yep, I better keep going because you always meet new people. <clears throat> and it's where the newcomers find find the solution. So if you want to, like, give this program back and, you know, 12-step people, then you need to be at meetings because that's where they're going to find you. So meetings are a really good tool. And I'm so glad there's, you know, a bunch of different ones around. It's nice. Nice. And the last one I'm going to say is Dennis. He's a <laughs> Oh, my God. And I use, I use Dennis when I need, you know, some uh, – no. Uh, in reality, I'll say fellowship. Um, yeah, we talked that, about that, that was the one I was deciding for between meditation and fellowship, and I well, went with meditation. I, I beat you to it. So well, I'm glad you did. Yeah, in, in the words of Jesus, suck on that. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's what he said when he turned fishes that's into a direct lollipops. quote right he turned fishes he had a bunch of bu bu bucket of fish and he turned them into lollipops and he said here you suckers go, you go. <laughs> enjoy um no he didn't say that i don't know maybe but without without fellowship i think my so say i went to meetings okay but didn't enjoy any of the, the fruits of before the meeting or after the meeting and actually talking with people and fellowshipping. Um, then I would just have, you know, if I shared at that meeting during the meeting or, you know, uh, the time with my sponsor and that would be it. And that's not enough. I, I personally know for me that I can't just you know, tell how my life is to my sponsor. And then that, that be it. Because as James has shared before, we have the same sponsor and walking through the steps with him afterwards, he's like, okay, now we're AA buddies. 
you know? And if you think about it, life usually gets busy from time to time. Those people, they might not be able to connect with you. So if you have something going on and only one other person knows, uh, for me, that's, that's not enough. I need to make sure that I have a real relationship uh, with more than just that. And that's why fellowship is so important. So any, yeah. uh, a- any last ones that you had, Dennis? To knock no, out? I, I want to add on though, to the fellowship thing too, is that, like, for me, like when I was drinking, like that was my life, you know, I'd go to work and then I'd get drunk or get high or whatever. And that was what I did for fun. And everything I did involved getting messed up. And so when I came in and got sober or whatever, it was the fellowship. Like my sponsor's really good at it. James is really good at it. They're both active people who like to go out and do stuff. So I go and hang out with them. And in doing that, it taught me how to do fun things and enjoy life without being fucked up all the time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. James, any final words? Nope. I love you all. Yeah. Another great episode. So next week, you said, Dennis, what was the topic? Uh, you uh, Practicing the principles in all of our affairs, but specifically outside of okay. the rooms. So outside of the rooms. That's what we'll say. Yeah. Outside of the Oh, it's yeah. going to be. I feel like we're going to learn know, a lot. Family, work, and society at large society <laughs> the, inter- at large. the internet like the hardest place to practice the principles the internet oh god that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be a good one that's gonna be a most lesson i also shared the analytics with uh with dennis and james this week and uh D- dennis no matter how hard you try you're not gonna be the most listened to episode um, no yeah i think you were you were pretty far down you were if, like, if I have any fans out there, episode two, put it on repeat while you're sleeping. You, you're the seventieth most listened, and James, top one hundred. James, James, and I, I think, uh, you know, I would say we were probably in the nineties, James, which isn't terrible. Cool. So, <laughs> I noticed my sponsor and like Talitha's old sponsor and like some of our other stories are actually way, way higher than us. Yeah, it's which true. Is good. Uh, yeah, I think they're paying people off, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 153. We're the defective characters entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, Dennis, get a screwdriver I can borrow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tools are meant to be shared. And we'll see. Uh, you get that? I got it. Hey. Woohoo. <laughs>